0: Welcome to the Rhonda Conger Show. It's a thing. You have to know that I'm so glad you're here. Grab a pen and paper. I'm here to fill your tank. Let's go. You are not going to believe this podcast today is going to be amazing. Woo-hoo! Amazing, amazing, amazing. Strap in. Let's go. We had the absolute pleasure of having Sean Aker as our 2020 company kickoff and as you know I'm a sharer and a giver and a lover so of course I want to bring him to all of you. Here's the deal. Sean Aker is the best-selling author of The Happiness Advantage and The Big Potential. And if you actually saw my book, I will tell you, there are pink tabs all around it. I can't get enough. There's 20 million highlights. Like, oh, it's just delicious, both of them. Do you realize that he spent 12 years at Harvard? What? He won over a dozen distinguished teaching awards, delivered lectures on positive psychology in the most popular class ever attended at Harvard. Yeah, he's a big deal. Sean graduated a magna cum laude oh yeah, from Harvard and earned a master's from Harvard Divinity School in Christian and Buddhist Ethics. Do you understand why I love and adore this man? Sean has since become one of the world's leading experts on the connection between happiness and success. My friends, there is a ka. Connection. We're going to find it out today. Sean has now worked with over a third of the Fortune 100 companies. He's with places like the NFL, the Pentagon, the U.S. Treasury. Like this thing is just, do you see how amazing he is? To do his work, Sean has traveled to 51 countries, speaking to farmers in Zimbabwe, CEOs in China, doctors in Dubai, and school, school children in South Africa. How about this one? How about this one? Wait for this. In 2014, Oprah Winfrey did a two-hour interview with Sean on the science of happiness and meaning. And you know we'll have that on our downloads. Hint, hint, girls. Uh, <laughs> His research on happiness made the cover of Harvard Business Review. His TED Talk, we will have that one for you as well because we love you. His TED Talk is one of the most popular of all time with over 16 million views. And his lecture airing on PBS has been seen by millions. Do you understand why we had to bring him to you today? So the part that I'm going to share with you, because I think on, uh, it was the mini office retreat, I shared a little bit of Sean Aker, kind of what he did in the general session for a company kickoff. So you have that. You've already got like a little taste of him, hopefully. And now I'm going to dive into, he actually did a private uh, leadership session for all the leaders here at CBH Homes. So I'm going to share with you his top 15 Leadership keynote items that I thought stood out to me and that I absolutely wanted to share with you. We got some work to do, so let's get to it. Meow. The first one, uh, number one of the top 15, would be identify negativity validate the real problem but don't stop there. So see what happens is is that people are so quick because you know he talks about how we as humans our nature is to scan the world for negative. That's kind of what we were, you know, born with. That kind of fight or flight and that whole caveman thing, but we're going to change that up a little bit. And I love what he says. He says you need to scan the world for gratitude. Scan the world for gratitude and your whole world changes. If there is negativity, don't get me wrong. I know you all think I'm a Pollyanna because damn, I'm positive. At the same time, I will tell you this. I love what he says. Identify the negative, validate the real problem, but don't stop there because this is your new mantra. Are you ready for this? This is your new mantra. You will say this this will pass. This will pass. This will pass. You keep saying that until the damn thing passes, and you get through it, and you're done with it because you're so busy. You've flipped the switch, and you are now scanning for gratitude. Number two, seeing a problem does not make you a pessimist. That's just in. It's what you do next that makes you an optimist or a pessimist, right? Because we all see the problem. I just want to know what you're going to do with the problem. I just want to know how you're going to solve it. So truly, if you were to come to me, my hope would be that you would just say, hey, uh, I figured out a better way, a new way, this needs to happen, or this could be better than you coming to tell me there's a problem, and then you're just like leaving me, right? As a leader, that's the last thing we want. We actually, in all reality, just want the solution, Don't even really need the problem. I just want to know what you're going to do to be better. I'm in. Talk dirty, sailor. So seeing a problem doesn't make you a pessimist. It's what you do next that makes you an optimist or a pessimist. And leaders do not have the luxury of being a pessimist. I will tell you, if you are a pessimist, I would challenge you as a leader. I really would. You don't have energy. You don't have time. It takes you nowhere. Number three. Uh, show past progress in your life to help propel you forward and give you the fuel for new goals. So you have to, it goes back to that gratitude thing, you have to be grateful for all the things that you've accomplished, which will then help push you in life even further and will give you the fuel to know that you've done big things. And as a leader, I'm talking to you Are you focused on all the amazing things that your team has done? Have you showed them? Have you talked about it? Have you given them love? So then you can say, look at everything you've done and now look at everywhere we're gonna go with you. And we know that you can do it because you've done big things in the past and we have big things in front of us. Number four, move your team from complaining to the positive. If your team or you yourself is constantly complaining, would you just do us a big, big favor? Would you stop, either put a Red rubber band on and snap yourself until you stop complaining and you move towards the positive? Because that's where the good stuff is. That's where all the fun happens. That's where all the magic happens on a team. Number five, I love, 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 love this. The glass is not half full or half empty. There's a goddamn pitcher of water right next to you. Amen. What? There's a pitcher, right? It's not about the glass. It's not about half there, half there. There is so much potential, so much opportunity right next to you and your team and everything that you're doing. Focus on the pitcher of water. Number six, how are you as a leader priming for the positive so do you see what i did there when i opened up this podcast i told you that this podcast was going to be amazing i was priming for the positive so when you see your team in the morning or when you come in the office is it we're gonna have an awesome day this is gonna be amazing we're gonna crush our goal today we're gonna work on this we're gonna get this done what are you doing to prime for the positive or do you come in and say this is shit day i ain't gonna get anything done i'm tired you all suck i'm out i mean come on now What is it? This is what I want to know. Are you priming for the positive as a leader? Try it and watch it. Try it and watch the difference it makes with you, your team, and your results. Number seven, Friday huddle. You can call it whatever day of the week you would like, my friends. He calls it a Friday huddle, and he says this. I hope there are three things that you do in this huddle, and I do firmly believe the best teams huddle every single week. Huddle, 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 you you create a connection, you come together, it creates accountability, you all know that you're going the same direction, the same way, working on the same things, this is where life gets really, really good. Could you imagine a football team that never huddled? Yeah, no, right? Never. So here's the deal. In those huddles, doesn't have to be a Friday, pick any day, whichever one you choose. Maybe you're a Tuesday person. I don't care, just get her done, right? Maybe there's some Wednesday people out there I don't know about. Welcome right? Thursday seems to be a little left out. Hi, Thursday. So here's the deal. Three things, gratefuls, wins, and lessons. Write that down or put that mentally in your head if you're driving. Please don't type on your phone. We're doing this right now and you're driving. Put it in your head. Gratefuls, wins, and lessons. That's all. That's all there is. There's no complaining. Did you notice that? That wasn't on my list. I want to know what everyone's grateful for. I want to know what the wins are. I want to know what you learned and how and why are we going forward. Number eight. Building points of connections with your team through huddles, what we just talked about, one on one, team meetings. You need to be connected. Do you realize there's a survey out there that says those of you who have best friends at work and are connected to the people you have at work are happier and more fulfilled and actually stay longer and have a happier life? What? Build a connection already. Number nine. The more stress you feel, the more you shrink. So here's the deal. Stress, anxiety, and negativity, you as a leader, if you have any of those things, they are picked up like secondhand smoke. People feel what you feel. As a leader, you're the boomerang. If you're happy, they're happy. If you're mad, they're mad. If you're sad, they're sad. Let me tell you, it's proof time and time again. I heard a great thing. I'm trying to think who it was we heard the other day speak, and they said um, – if you're having a bad, it was Cheryl Palmer. It was the president and CEO, Cheryl Palmer. And uh, I love this. It was at an international builder conference we were just at. And she said, so much so that if you as a leader are having such a bad day, she has requested that you stay home because you will affect your entire team so much like think about that you've got a president ceo of one of the largest builders in the nation she's a goddamn powerhouse and she's telling you that if you can't come in positive inspiring and motivating loving and ready to attack the day please stay home please stay home remember stress anxiety and negativity is picked up like secondhand smoke so the more stress you feel the more you shrink but not you not you as leaders those are other people that we're talking about number 10 this is kind of funny actually in the order. Stress is inevitable. What? Damn it. Embrace it. Embrace it, right? So it says here, then he goes into number 11. And he says, Stress, acknowledge it, identify why you care so much enough to stress about it, and then rechannel it, right? Look for a solution meditate take a break walk around the building go talk it out with somebody else but do not let it wreck you your team your day your environment because then what happens then you take it home and not only we just have like ruined our day then we've taken it home and given it to everyone in our house we're not about that lifestyle it's so funny we talk about my meditation so technically when life is really good for me i get two meditations in a day i get one uh in the morning right when i wake up 10 to 15 minutes to get my day straight and then when I'm really, really good, I have one right around 6, 5, 30, 6, 7, just depends on how my day is going, before I go home so that I don't carry my entire day with me into the house and they kind of feel everything that I've had. It kind of stops the monkey mind, stops the stress, stops the craziness of everything in my head and gets me fully focused for everyone in my house who is delicious and I love. So think about that. Stress, acknowledge it, identify why you care enough to stress and make sure that you should, and then rechannel it. I love, love, love. And then he kind of goes into, and we start talking about number 12, we start talking about superstars, and everyone loves them a good superstar. But here's the deal. You cannot be a superstar alone. And he talked about the Heisman Trophy effect, which I just loved this part. And it says that 70% of the Heisman Trophy winners don't make it in the NFL. And it's because they don't have their actual team with them, the team that helped them be led to greatness, right? Like we look at the Heisman and we think it's just one person and they did everything, but they didn't. I think the biggest thing out of this, and you as a leader, and I hope that you realize this, is that we need everyone on the team. and, And I think everyone... I honestly do. I firmly believe that everyone is a superstar in their own right in their I mean like I think of all these amazing people on my team and I think of they all have different strengths, they all have different knowledge, they all have different backgrounds and when they bring that every day, they're bringing a superstar But not one of us could do it without all of us. And I think that you as a leader need to make sure that you keep that front and center and be careful of the Heisman effect. It's not just one person. It's all as a leader. You need everybody. Number 13, create a praise culture. Create a praise culture. Give it out like confetti. Just throw that stuff, right? Like just throw that out. I think, you know, we do something called Love Wins, where the whole team can email into Love Wins and give love to any person on the team. And we do that all day long, every single day. I hope that you come up with your own Love Wins, and we'll put that on the download as well, kind of how we do our Love Wins. So you can, hear, you can see here at CBH how easy we've made it for people to give praise. People need their tank filled just like you listening to this podcast just like me every human needs the same thing and that's love and that's praise number 14 how to handle negative people this was a controversial topic by the way this is hard this was this was good but this this was hard and here's why sometimes really good people also, are really negative, so you're kind of torn between this. God, they're an asshole, but man, they're good, and you can't figure out. But are they doing more damage than they are doing good? And this is when it gets tough. And this, so, this is what I loved when he talked about this: how to handle negative people. If they can change, keep them, because. Sean Aker, if if you read his book, Big Potential, or uh, I actually think he he mentioned it in both books, Happiness Advantage or Big Potential, and he talks about this. He talked about how he took like a 90-year-old pessimist and he turned him into an optimist. So you can't tell me that negative people can't change. We know that's possible, and Sean Aker proved that out. So I think that you give this negative person a chance to change, and maybe you buy him lovingly or her lovingly big potential or happiness advantage and see if they can give it a go okay do they affect you or your team's well-being if they do in a negative way that you can't overcome and they can't change i love and respect and honor his response which was you may have to ask them to leave and i know that's hard i'm a dealer of hope and i'm a lover that's really hard for me at the same time you can't have someone that hurts other team members it just won't be worth it so I love that. That was a very hard topic. We dove in. I love that we talked about it. I hope that helps you as well. Uh, number 15, which he leaves us with, which is amazing, and I just love this. Life is meant to be meaningful, joyful, and happy. You as a leader are in charge of helping your team, your family, your companies, your community in hopefully living a happy, joyful life. And remember that you choose. Thanks for hanging with me today. All I have for you is big, big, big love. Woop woop. So, do you want more? Do you want more? Do you want to keep getting better? Do you want to grow? Do you want to change? Do you want to have the life that you dream and imagine? Okay here's what I want to make sure that I offer up to you. Head on over to rondaconger.com. Don't you dare put an H in that name. Don't you dare. R-O-N-D-A-C-O-N-G-E-R.com. And I hope that you'll dive into my three books. The first book I wrote was Better Human. It's a full-time job because I'm far from done. I'm a full-time job, and I want to be better. So that was my first book. The second one is Better Thinking. Think better. Be better. And that one's really just a fun kind of push you. My 50 quotes, there's a great story behind it. I hope that you read it. I hope that you share it with others. And then the third one that I just wrote is you go first. Become the leader your team needs. We need you. I love that you're listening. I love that you want to grow. I hope that you go out there and get more. Thanks so much. Wishing you the best day. Let's go.